All right, welcome back, Primal Athletics listeners. Um, we're here today to talk about protein. Um, so a lot of us, you know, hear that word tossed around, especially um, those of us who are, who are physically active and obviously an essential nutrient for us to recover and get better. Um, and it's also a nutrient that a lot of us um, might lack in getting proper intake. So we're going to have um, Coach Zach talk to you a little bit today about uh, protein, maybe some ways to get more into your diet and why it's important to do that. Yeah, well, we're going to uh, talk about some ways to, to sneak more protein in, how to up your protein intake a little bit. Um, we'll touch on timing a little bit. Our last episode, I think, did a good job of talking about nutrient timing in general. So if you missed that, go back and check out the last episode uh, so you can think, uh, think more about when to eat protein and carbohydrates, uh, how to time it around your workouts and that kind of stuff. Uh, I want to start today by talking about the reason why we chose this this topic is this is something that we find uh, a lot of people struggle with, uh, especially those when we start working with them on nutrition coaching, kind of breaking down their diet a little bit. Uh, One of the most common themes we see is it's really easy to get enough carbohydrates and fats during the day. Uh, It's really easy to go really high on those as well. And one of the biggest struggles we see with a lot of people is that not getting enough protein, not nearly enough, usually about half the amount that we, we are looking to be getting. Uh, especially when we're starting to do more weightlifting. If you're just getting into CrossFit and into this high intensity exercise, like like Coach Tyler said, really important to have that protein up to help with recovery, help with building our muscles and all that good stuff there. But it's, it's tough to get in sometimes. So one of the first things I do with my clients uh, when I'm meeting with them for nutrition is kind of go over their eating habits and I have them walk me through a typical day of eating. And we start first thing in the morning. When you wake up, uh, what do you eat right off the bat? Do you eat right off the bat? Uh, and I have them walk me through kind of a day-to-day for everything they put in their body from, from meals to snacks, what time they eat it at. Uh, and this gives me a good idea of where we can kind of fix things. So that would be kind of my first recommendation for someone who's thinking, I don't eat enough protein, is start logging what you eat. Uh, you don't need to go crazy with weighing and measuring food and all that. Uh, you can write stuff down in a journal, log it into an app. There's plenty of food apps out there from MyFitnessPal. I think Trifecta has a really good one. Just start logging what you eat and see where you're at. Uh, you might be surprised to think I, that you get enough protein, uh, but you're really only getting maybe 50, 60, 70 grams when you should be shooting for uh, closer to about a gram per body weight, depending on what your goals are. Uh, so start off with logging your food and writing down what time you eat it at. And then, then from there, you can kind of see where you have some, some, some room to improve there. More often than not, I know this is a pretty broad stroke right here, but more often than not, probably 85, 90% of the people I work with don't eat breakfast. And right off the bat, that is the, the easiest way to, to up your intake, uh, protein intake. If you're not eating a meal, you can eat that meal and add protein to it. So if you're only eating uh, lunch and dinner, maybe some snacks in between, start the day off with some protein for breakfast there. Uh, Whether it be a quick thing like a shake or something that's maybe prepped out like uh, egg muffins in a muffin pan or a quiche or something you you made ahead of time or even something you make fresh right there like an omelet, uh, maybe some steel cut oats, uh, maybe some breakfast sausages, something like that, uh, or even some leftover dinner from the night before. Uh, something with a little more protein there. If you ha- if you don't eat breakfast, eating breakfast right off the bat is uh, the first step to adding a little more protein to your diet there. Um, with that being said, too, if you do eat breakfast, let's maybe take a look at what you eat. Uh, we've I, I think we've been taught from an early age that there are certain foods that are we consider breakfast foods, and typically most of them, if not all of them, are super super high in carbohydrates. From your your cereals to your oats. Um, Pretty much any breakfast food you can think of, your toast with butter on it, 
most of the stuff we think of for breakfast food is super high in carbohydrates. So don't, don't be stuck in thinking you can only eat certain foods for breakfast uh, and try to take a look at where you can add more protein to that breakfast as well. Uh, again, some of the things we talked about there, your, your eggs, your omelets, your sausages, your bacon, um, even vegetables there, your high protein vegetables, your Brussels sprouts, your asparagus, your green beans, peas, edamame, throwing those things into an omelet, uh, making a quiche out of those things, whatever it may be. Uh, try, to, try to find some more recipes you like where you can fit a little more protein into that breakfast time as well. What, what would you say are some of the better um, like food options if people are eating more of a, a high carbohydrate breakfast? Like for me, it's the eggs is a, is a big one for me to have in the morning that always, um, you know, starts my day with, with some protein to start, you know, rebuilding. Um, do you maybe help people kind of choose other options like meat in the morning, um, maybe even like steak or chicken? for their first meal? Yeah, that's going to depend kind of person to person and, and not only what their dietary preferences are like, but how they handle foods and also what their morning routine is like. Uh, someone who gets up at four in the morning and is going to the 5.30 a.m. CrossFit class probably don't want them to eat a super heavy four egg omelet with a bunch of bacon and cheese and stuff in that. Uh, probably not going to settle too well and probably going to come up pretty quickly during your CrossFit class there. So uh, obviously to take that stuff into consideration. Uh, but yeah, find way, find things you like that you know sit well with your stomach um, that you know you can handle in, in the morning and, and base it off of your your morning routine there. If you're if you are that person who comes to the early morning class, maybe you don't go back to the the episode we talked about last week. We talk a lot about how to plan for uh, what time of day you work out at, but you probably don't want anything super heavy in the morning. Uh, maybe you make yourself a well balanced protein shake that has a scoop of protein powder in it, a handful of frozen fruit, uh, some nuts and seeds in there for some healthy fats. Uh, and you sip on that on the way to the gym, maybe save half of it for afterwards. So you're getting a little bit of uh, supplements beforehand, a little bit afterwards, uh, and it's nothing that's sitting too heavy in your stomach. If you're someone who doesn't work out until, or, and you don't need to be to work until nine o'clock in the morning, maybe you get up at five or six uh, and you make yourself an omelet with, with eggs, or maybe you have some meat, or if you're a vegetarian, uh, tempeh, tofu, edamame, your beans and lentils and legumes. Uh, those things that are high, higher in, in protein there as well. So find something that fits your dietary needs, doesn't sit super heavy in your stomach so you're not starting the day with a bellyache, uh, and something that kind of fits your, your lifestyle as well. If you need a quick meal, plan around that. If you have time to sit and eat a good meal, that's even better. Try to plan around that as well. Guys, in terms of just the importance of protein as a macronutrient, um, if you're in the gym or even if you're not, if you're just, you know, an active person, or even if you're not super active, it is an essential, um, element of your, of your nutrition. But specifically if you're an athlete and you're working, um, you need that nutrient in order for your body to recover because without those, uh, you know, amino acid building blocks to give your muscles, um, what they need to, to regain everything they lost, uh, while you broke them down during exercise, it's kind of just a zero sum game. Um, so that's why it's, it is super important to prioritize, um, protein, especially for us athletes. Definitely. And, and also kind of change what your thoughts are about protein. I know when people, you might think about when someone says you need to up your protein intake, you think automatically about protein shakes or just grilled chicken. Uh, it's so much more than that. Like the, the vegetables we talked about, it doesn't have to be just meat. It doesn't have to, you don't have to eat, 
uh, a T-bone steak for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day, as great as that sounds, uh, you can have your high protein vegetables, your again, your, your broccoli, your Brussels sprouts, your asparagus, beans and lentils are probably going to be your best friend if you're a vegetarian or a vegan. Uh, things like, uh, it's pronounced Satan, but it's not what you think it is. It's, uh, it's called wheat meat. It's made out of wheat gluten. It's kind of like a, a tofu based. It's very popular in the vegan community for any of that, like the tofurkey stuff you see, the, the fake meats are made out of uh, Satan, which is a wheat gluten uh, tofu, tempeh, which is also a soy product. Those things are all super high in, pro in uh, protein as well. So it doesn't have to just be from meat. That's one of your easiest sources of it. If you do eat meat, uh, that's also an easy tip there is just to add bigger portions to your plate. If you track your food for a week and you notice, say you're someone who's 175 pounds and you're trying to gain muscle, you probably want to be taking in somewhere around 145 to 175 grams of protein a day. If you track your food for a week and you're only getting in somewhere between 80 and 100 and you're eating meat with every meal, now we want to maybe up those portions a little bit. If you're eating six ounces of chicken with every meal, maybe we up that to eight. Uh, again, try to space it out throughout the day so you're not just gorging on one meal, whether it be first thing in the morning or, or late at night. Try to space that extra protein out uh, accordingly over the course of the day. Uh, but it all starts with kind of logging what your day typically looks like and trying to look to see where you can improve things here and there. And uh, that's really where the importance of the coach comes in too. So if you need help, let us know on that front. The struggles that most people have that I come across are um, like if they are – vegetarian so maybe we could like go through each meal and kind of give like an option for vegetarian so like if you were breakfast if you were having breakfast for example like uh if you were having oatmeal mm -hmm. um like a trick i do is i add um almond butter to the oatmeal and i mean you can even go as far as adding protein powder into the oatmeal um and then i'll also have like sausage but if you're a vegetarian that isn't an option so um that's one thing like for breakfast i'll add almond butter which will give you a little bit of um extra protein in your oatmeal are there any other trip tricks that you guys know for other meals or yeah and it kind of depends on where you fall on that vegetarian scale too um the vegetarian has has a pretty broad term to it obviously you have like your vegans on one side you people who eat dairy don't eat dairy uh, eat eggs don't eat eggs kind of thing so again comes down to personal preference a bit but your eggs and egg whites are always a great option in the morning uh, depending on how your body reacts to them i know a lot of people's stomach don't settle too well with eggs uh, if that's the case avoid them don't try to force them down just to have more protein if it's going to upset your stomach and mess your day up, it's not worth it. Um, if you do eat dairy, things like cottage cheese, uh, Greek yogurt, uh, doing things, tricks like Eric said too, throwing some almond butter inside your Greek yogurt or even peanut butter. Uh, one of my favorite little snacks at the end of the day is uh, a cup of Chobani plain Greek yogurt. I'll put a scoop of peanut butter in it and stir it up really fast and it kind of becomes like a whipped consistency. Uh, and I call it protein fluff. Uh, it's a nice little snack at the end of the day, but it could be something for breakfast as well. Uh, it's a nice little trick there. Um, and then, and then again, you're, if you can eat eggs, making a, a nice omelet with some vegetables in it, some broccoli, um, throwing, or even some tofu or, or edamame in there as well would be good, or your beans and lentils in the morning. Um, those are all great ways to sneak in some protein. And, and even uh, a protein powder, a pea protein, rice protein, hemp protein, making a tasty shake out of that with some um, – some frozen fruits and some some almonds and or any type of nut in there as well it could be a great way to up your protein on that 
And then for I find like, that the the dairy snacks for me, if you if you are a dairy eater, um, you're not over consuming it. Like those dairy type snacks are really helpful and just giving you an extra boost of protein. And they're easy to mix in throughout the day, like the Greek yogurts or, um, you know, some like some good cheese with um, maybe, you know, a seed cracker. Mm-hmm. Um, and even just, you know, I drink a lot of milk and the, the verdicts out on that. Uh, you can ask, you know, 10 different people about milk and get 10 different answers. But um, I, I respond well to it and it helps me get um, my protein needs. Um, So that's always an option, just, you know, the basics. Mm -hmm. And I know like Greek yogurt has its, people have its thoughts about it too, with the consistency and stuff. And it doesn't have to just be plain, uh, boring Greek yogurt. One of my favorite snacks too, is throwing some sliced almonds and Greek yogurt with a little bit of honey drizzled on top. It's a great way to to spruce up the flavor a bit. And you are getting a, a pretty good amount of protein in there. Uh, with even just a half a cup of Greek yogurt. So that stuff, I mean, cottage cheese with pineapple is fantastic. Throw some peaches in there. Um, throw, throw some fruit really in any type of fruit inside of, inside of cottage cheese or, or your Greek yogurt, and it's fantastic. So mess around with things. Eat things you like. Don't force things down you don't like. Uh, all it's going to do is either upset your stomach and you're going to have a bad day, or you're just going to end up hating that and, and, and never eating that thing again. So pick things you like. Don't try to force things down just because you think – you're supposed to eat cottage cheese, even though you absolutely hate it. Move towards things you like. I know it sounds silly to say, but I know some people, so many people will just force themselves to eat grilled chicken day after day after day, and they hate it. And then they eventually just fall off the wagon completely and go the opposite direction. So I want you to choose things you like, choose things that sit well with your stomach, and you know you're going to come back to on a day-to-day basis there. Have either of you guys kind of looked into the protein content of like the Beyond Burgers and like those new kind of... Uh vegan meat options i was actually i had one i had a package of beyond meat in my hand yesterday in the grocery store because i was curious about it and it, it there's a decent amount of protein i can't remember off the top of my head how much it is or how much it compares to a, a regular ground beef um i don't know much of the science behind it just off the bat I, i'm probably skeptical about eating it myself just because anything that's made in the factory or, or, or made in the lab i'm a little skeptical of um but i don't have any science to back that that claim up at all yeah i, mean, I think just from good, uh go ahead if they're i mean if they're good sources like i don't know much about them but that could you know we should probably research that more but that could be a good option for your vegans and veg- vegetarians it yeah, might, we'll it's probably not going to be as good a option as like a good grass-fed beef but if you know for ethical reasons or whatever reasons mm-hmm. um it can it can be an option I'll have to look into what the specifically beyond uses. Um, but like I said, a lot of the, a lot of the fake meats you see out there do come from some type of wheat gluten or a tempeh soy product or something like that as well. I'll have to look into more and we can circle back, maybe even do a whole episode on artificial meat. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, this will just be kind of personal, uh, personal conjecture here, but, um, you know, as an athlete and just overall, uh, I think, meat kind of gets stigmatized in the nutritional community. It's kind of like, like one of those clickbaity topics. Um, and we've had podcast discussions on this before more in depth, if you're interested. And we actually broke down, um, what was, what was the name of that documentary that we broke down on veganism and uh, game changers. Game yeah. Changers. Um, but from, you know, again, this is personal conjecture, but I think a good quality meat is the best or- source of bioavailable protein that you can get. Um, and you know, there's a lot of, like I said, 
people out there who will disagree with me. Um, but at the end of the day, if you are somebody who wants to eat meat, uh, that's going to be, as coach Zagat said, that's kind of the easiest way to get it. And, you know, has the, the high, highest quality and quantity of protein from, from, um, most food options. It's going to be some sort of lean meat. Definitely. And, um, yeah, and try to vary the amount too. Like, just like we, I always tell people, like we vary our, our movements in the gym, try to vary the, the food you eat as well, especially when it comes to meat. Probably don't want to eat red meat every single day of the week. Uh, if you're eating it once or twice a week, might not be bad for you. Um, try to mix it up. Have some leaner proteins too, your, your chicken, your turkeys, uh, even some fish, get some healthy fats out of that as well, your pork. Um, try to mix things up a little bit, try some new recipes out. And again, try to make it, try to eat things you like, uh, make it fun, try out new recipes, spruce it up. So you don't get bored. The more, the more we get bored with something, the more, uh, likely we are to fall off the wagon and just kind of go the opposite direction and say, screw it. So, um, mix it up as much as you can and try to, try to keep fun, keep it fun. Learn some new recipes. Cooking is always fun. Um, bring some friends into the mix to help, help cook or, or share some recipes with each other and just try to keep it as, as engaging as possible. So you don't get bored with what you're eating. Get that protein in. And then, too, I, I, want, I do want to touch on protein powders a bit because uh, next to the bioavailability in meats, protein powders are definitely one of the easiest ways for us to um, get them in. A couple of things on that. I, I would much – while I'm not, I'm not telling you uh, – I want to walk around this carefully. I don't want to tell you to not drink protein powders, but I don't want it to be your only source of protein. I don't want you drinking two, three, four protein shakes a day. Uh, if it's whey protein, it's probably not going to sit very well with your stomach if you're drinking that much of it. Uh, and I want you to try to get them from whole foods as much as possible, your vegetables, your meats. Uh, if you can get them from whole foods, that's much better. But you're probably going to need to implement a protein supplement uh, at some point or another. Uh, even if you are getting a good amount of protein in during the day, not a bad idea to have one after a workout. Uh, like we talked about in last week's episode, within like 60 to 90 minutes after a workout, it's going to be one of the best ways to start that recovery process. Uh, especially if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, uh, I condone you for, for being a vegetarian or vegan. I never tell you to not be one, uh, but you're going to need to get your protein up. When you're, when you're only eating vegetables, uh, your protein uh, intake is definitely a lot lower. So we need to really track this a lot more close uh, and get it in with the protein shake. You can still use a plant-based one, uh, pea protein, rice protein, hemp protein, find one that sits well with your stomach, find one that tastes well for you. And you're probably going to need to implement those uh, on a much more regular basis than someone who does eat meat. So just keep that in mind. Protein shakes are great, but remember they are called supplements because they are supplementing our main diet. Do not let that be your main, your main or only source of protein, please. Well done. Um, well, we'll keep you guys posted on upcoming episodes. And again, if you have topics that you'd like to hear specifically nutritional topics, feel free to reach out to any of us coaches and we'll do our best to, um, try and get episodes up for you guys to answer those questions and thanks for joining we'll see you guys next time yeah and before we leave real quick i am going to put in the show notes a healthy protein food shopping list so if you don't know where to start uh, click on the link in the show notes and it'll give you uh, both animal-based plant-based and supplements you guys can choose from for your proteins uh, i will also put in a daily log of food uh, that you guys can use like i talked about if you don't know where to start the best way to start is just logging what you eat uh, so i'll give you a three-day diet log just write down what time you ate what you ate there at the end of the day you can punch it in or, or do the math yourself to see how much uh, macronutrients you brought in and, and see where you can improve 
And of course, if you always need help with that, let us know and we can help you with some nutrition coaching as well. Uh, but like Tyler said, let us know if you have any topics you want us to cover. I know some stuff we're going to talk about in the future. Uh, some, some intermittent fasting has been a big topic we want to talk about. Uh, so we've got some cool stuff in the future, but always let us know if you have any topics you'd like us to cover and we will do so. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next episode. See ya.